Jaloux soleil contre amour envieux soleil masqué Welcome to Nina, Hannah and Emily in Paris. The show no one asked for about the show no one asked for. I'm Hannah and I'm Nina. And we decided to trick ourselves into watching Darren Star's new Netflix show through a recap podcast. This is the first episode. It's not perfect, but you know what? Neither is Emily in Paris. Like the show, this episode could be half as long, and for the future, we will make sure it is. So grab yourself a French white wine and get comfy. It's going to be a pretty mediocre ride. I feel like we're already being transported. <laughs> to Perry. To Perry. And that's something I've always loved yeah. about Perry. Yeah. Is that it transports you? Yeah. When I'm in Paris, I never feel like I'm anywhere else. I always feel like I'm in Paris. Anywhere else? In Paris. Yes. yes. Yeah. I was thinking that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I wanted to ask you as we went before we start, when before we watch it, I wanted to know what you've already heard. I've heard that it's bad. No. But the most fun ever. Yeah. Which to me is kind of all I want now. <laughs> Um, and it honestly, I think I felt really transformed taste wise. I, I know exactly what you're going to say. Two, Mama here we go, here again. we go again. Yeah. <laughs> the, I'll say it. Patriarchy told me would be bad. Yeah. Um, but and then the matriarchy, and told the matriarchy you was agreed, <laughs> agreed. <laughs> um, and then yet I found myself having the time of my life. Um, yeah. Yeah. I so I feel like more open-minded to the the specific type of like um fun that i hope we're about to have <laughs> i really hope it's fun i mean i've, I've heard that people sex in the city i love sex and city too but sex and city is a good show yes i agree but you're <laughs> laughing as you say that I, i'm laughing because like we're not gonna defend ourselves like we don't have the time to defend <laughs> like, we like we're just gonna like let that be it's true. taken as fact yeah <laughs> Take it well, because everyone agrees that it's a good show with no flaws that holds up perfectly right. on a political, social level. Social, yeah. 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 There's no nothing flaws. dated about it. Mm-mm. And also, I feel like that's another show. I mean, Darren Star knows what he's doing, where when I'm in New York, I only feel like I'm in New York. Yes. I don't feel like I'm anywhere else. Anywhere and I feel else. like I feel like that's the mm-hmm. the heart and soul of Sex and the City is that they're in New York. Mm-hmm. that's actually that's my my special take on it it's almost like new york is a character i wonder if paris will be a character I, in emily in paris i feel like em- paris could end up being almost like a character in emily in paris yeah like a character like we don't maybe don't like so much that's I what i we're heard. gonna fall in love with paris I've heard that a lot of French folks are um, seemingly justifiably. We'll find. We'll decide. Yeah. <laughs> They're justifiably. We'll be the arbiters of that. <laughs> um, thank you. Yeah, um, that they're upset about like the depiction of France and Paris, and I think that that I'm, I'm going to be. I'm I'm going to be watching that for that. Yeah, I've heard that too. But I and I don't want this to be taken the wrong way. But I don't care. Care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. Yeah, je ne care pas. Yeah. yes i i'm like right like if i wanted to watch a real depiction of paris i would watch passport to paris (laughs) the documentary about the olsen twins yeah going to paris and falling in love with those hot boys haven't revisited hot teenagers in memory gorgeous 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 guys one way cuter than the other i think i think that was true i think one had kind of like moppy hair and the other one had kind of like spiky hair yeah and so depending obviously the spiky hair boy (laughs) so i think girls um, agree (laughs) all little girls agree spiky hair wins out oh i'm so excited i haven't heard anything about the love story which i'm sure there's there's gonna be a few Mm -hmm. but i haven't heard a thing about it probably because it's so like nothing i just watched the trailer actually a minute ago um to show to show allison my girlfriend and she walked out halfway through why? I think because she, she's rude and she doesn't understand um, oh. the type of art that we like. She's like the French. Oh, my God. I'm already – it's already bringing out the worst in me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think because she – I think, she, honestly, she was just so excited she didn't want spoilers. 
Yeah. Is she going to watch it with you? No. <laughs> no. 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 Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to find out if I'm going to be somebody who is like, okay, I actually don't think it's as bad as everybody thinks. Or if I'm going to be somebody who thinks it's worse for women and just like people generally than other people think. Like maybe I'll be the, somebody who's like, actually, it is harmful. <laughs> the way yeah. that... Mamma Mia 2, here we go again, was not. Oh, no. Mamma Mia 2 hurt no one. It was harm reductive. Yeah. Honestly, (laughs) I was healed. (laughs) (laughs) Healed after that experience. Yeah. 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 Um, So you you speak French, so you're excited to... Oh, way. (laughs) Oh, way. (laughs) Yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. Well, I think everybody can tell I speak French by... By the moment I said, je, je ne care pas. And my accent. <laughs> it's a little New York. It's a little <laughs> Paris. Um, but, uh, yeah, I am excited to see if there is any any French kind of at all. <laughs> like, I'm, so, I'm sort of, I'm wondering if there's going to be French in it. Yeah, um, sure. I also wonder, like, my guess, just because of how people are reacting to it, is that Emily, while she's in Paris, doesn't know French. But I'll be excited mm. to find out if actually Lily Collins, like, we, we do hear her speak French at all. And then yeah. I'm going to be really critical of her accent. I don't know if you can, not to just totally pivot, I don't know if you can hear it, just started pouring rain, which I think is I love that. a harbinger. <laughs> oh, man. It's been raining all day for me. It just stopped here. Wow. 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 Um, you did massively pivot away from me speaking French. But Sorry, I feel like it's not it's not the first time it's gonna first or last no, time. No, I have up, a feeling so. that that's gonna come up a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> given that you don't shut up about it anyway. Je ne suis pas. Je ne suis pas. Oh man. I'm so excited. I really like I don't even know how to be I'm not I, I was thinking about drinking during it. That's I don't have any wine though. But I and do. I don't feel like a beer is right. Yeah, maybe a cocktail. You can make like a. Yeah, maybe I was gonna that. say Cosmo, but here I am again conflating Darren Star's universe. Right, which you cannot do. You cannot do. They're so different. Tonally, so different. So different. I mean, he's tried everything. <laughs> bad. <laughs> so Sorry, bad. Darren. <laughs> Darren. Darren, we're sorry. sorry. Darren. <laughs> We've been bad, Darren. I have to say, I'm really excited because I think that uh, the last couple weeks have been a real quarantine low for me. Why? Okay. It's so hard to explain. Um, <laughs> and I don't think anyone would understand. So I don't know why I'd bother trying. Don't, yeah, don't um, even try. But I think that, like, I do hope that this show, in the way that Mamma Mia 2 is healing, I, like, that's what I'm looking for in yeah. Emily in Paris. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it'll maybe it'll ease my travel itch, probably. <laughs> really, driving driving an hour to a different part of Illinois didn't didn't do that. No, I didn't do that so much. But I think, yeah, I think it's gonna be. <clears throat> I think my need to rearrange my entire apartment right now is gonna be quelled. Within mm. the next 45 minutes. Actually, is it 45 minutes or is it an hour? Because it's not. I feel like it's probably like a three hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to watch straight through and then talk yeah. at the end of the season. Right? <laughs> I've never done one of these before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I'm really excited. Should we, should we get going? Yeah, I think we should get going. Are you going to have anything to drink? I'm like, wonder if I should like so, sober, sober eyes, clear hearts, can't can't mm-hmm. lose you know what i mean like should i, I yeah stay I, I think i'll stay sober for this one and then it'll be kind of a cool turn if the next time i'm like i actually I have to drink need, yeah. <laughs> I have to drink yeah, which I've i think heard. i think this one we should kind of be be clear-eyed and then next time we can try it again with, yeah. uh, obliterated <laughs> and then compare the two and then yeah. we watch the whole series for a third yes. time yes. kind of in the in-between states yes. yeah <laughs> Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm really okay. excited. I'm well, gonna I'm going to sign off. It's okay. Let's start in five. I'll text you. Okay.
Yeah. No, I think I know exactly what you mean. Um, how do we, um, where to begin? How do you want to, I mean, where to, yeah, where to begin? Cause I, I mean, I want to offer, I want to offer a summary to a degree, but I also don't want to. <laughs> I don't know what to summarize. I think, um, I made a few notes in my phone of oh, talking. I made three pages of notes in my journal. <laughs> I have three pages. I think first, I mean, first, what took me by surprise, if I may, is that she's a Chicago girl. Yeah, Chicago girl, which is so much, there's so much to unpack. I, (laughs) I, 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 yeah, we are two Chicago girls. I felt like we were the perfect people to do this. And now I feel kind of like even more, it it feels more heaven sent now. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, because we need a Chicago eye on this. I mean, was there a Chicago eye on it ever? I think not point? until now. <laughs> because it <laughs> seems like they flew an entire crew to Chicago to get her running on the lake. <laughs> <laughs> also, she's so fast at running. <laughs> I was honestly the first thing that like shocked me and felt like oh my god what am i watching was her pace <laughs> was her fact, was her pace was the opening shot <laughs> yeah and enjoying it and she was so fast which <laughs> I can't get over I can't yeah i had a moment where i was like is it a future version of, version of chicago because there was a building i did not recognize <laughs> in the bird's eye view. And I mean, it opens and there's the the Sears Tower, Willis Tower. And I'm like, oh my God. And then the next shot, there was like a different building. That yeah, was that's probably, also part- that's Toronto. I think that's what you're saying. <laughs> Some stock footage from Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, wait, so maybe it's like an alternate. Like, I love that. I love when shows do sort of like an alternate reality. Like most everything is the same, which I think you could argue. <laughs> I think it was an alternate. Reality. I mean, that looked like a fun Cubs bar where there were black and white people in the same Wrigleyville bar. <laughs> and then yeah. she got yeah. to show up and just get a glass of French white wine <laughs> right as the Cubs won. <laughs> that feels like a pretty alternate reality to me. Oh, my God. I Yeah. I mean, okay. So, so right. So it, it begins. We've got our protagonist. She's fit. She's driven by mm-hmm. accomplish, getting better every day, as we know yes. by her time being 18 seconds shorter than the day before. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so we know we already know so much about her. Tons. <laughs> I think we honestly, in that moment, I'm like, okay, we know the one characteristic they're going to give her. We know it. Now we know we who know, she we know is. Mm-hmm. Um, but little, but then we do find out that another characteristic is blind confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow. Um, It's surprising. It's confusing to me because... Because she's not that pretty. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's surprising because her face. Um, No, no, she does look exhausted, I will say, actually. I think Lily Collins is beautiful but looks completely exhausted, Um, which I don't know. I don't know who or what to blame that on. But I'm gonna fixate on it. Uh, no, I just feel like she she just looked she didn't look uh, she didn't look the the epitome of health to me. But I mean, to be fair, the whole show is set during a pandemic. <laughs> no, oh no, oh I didn't really like, I didn't catch that. I was thinking, but yeah, I guess that does make sense because bars are still full in Wrigleyville. Yeah, Paris is fine. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I think the Chicago thing I, I, I put me on the defensive right away, I will mm-hmm, say, mm-hmm. Um, which I wasn't – I mean, I wasn't in that it's a woman centering – a show that's centering a woman so like, let's see what they get right here. So there was that, but I was already – I was prepared for that. I was not prepared to have the sense of like Lily Collins is playing a Chicagoan and she's going to be the face of ignorance which we we soon learned by like minute maybe six or seven mm-hmm, that she's mm-hmm. she's not bright. It is about a girl who's not. I mean, and I guess that's cool to write a show about about we want a range of female characters, and sometimes that means dumb. Sometimes it's the hand we're dealt. 
Or we asked for it, and now we have to <laughs> deal with, deal with it. the consequences. This is the consequences of everything we fought for. It's like more representation, like show different kinds of women, and now we do have one. We have this type. <laughs> we have this type too. We have the dumb kind. And we have to stand by her. <laughs> I guess. Um, she and her boyfriend seem so not in love. Yeah, I couldn't tell if there was no chemistry because there was no chemistry or because he's clearly covering up an accent. Oh, yeah. What accent? I know. What accent, though? I was wondering or, that, too. Yeah. It was because things were a little off in a way that didn't even necessarily feel like Australian. <laughs> Did it feel off in the Australian way? It didn't feel off in that like weird like Australian New Zealand way. Yeah, I also feel like they were told to be a couple in love, and they like didn't know how. Like I like because Lily Collins does not know love. She doesn't know love, know, which I've always said. Yeah, <laughs> I've always said that. Um, they yeah, they didn't seem to really have chemistry, have chemistry. which I get. Like we don't want to root for them, but I do feel like automatically the stakes. I'm like. Yeah, cheat on him. So I guess we should mm-hmm. we should say for people who haven't watched it and are just tuning in <laughs> <laughs> because they, you know, want to be part of like the cultural conversation but don't want to have to watch it. Um, I salute you and and know that that she's she's in a relationship with a guy named Doug. Yeah. Because he's from Chicago. Right. <laughs> so he's a normal name and he might and, be Jewish. Yeah. What where did you get that? I feel like they were playing him as he felt like an Evanstonian to me. He felt like he was from the Skev, which I recently learned means Skokie Evanston. Oh, I've he felt, heard that. He felt like a guy from the Skev. Yeah, I did not think he read, he read as Jewish, but I I really like kind of writing that in. <laughs> yeah, it's her Jewish boyfriend. Jewish. So, so you should know, yes, that um she has a Jewish a Jewish boyfriend, um, and she's up for a promotion. She's going to stay in Chicago, and then Addison from Grey's Anatomy. Playing Addison. Uh, it really – it does feel like – I'm like, oh, same hair. Yeah, it's Addison <laughs> Same still. character. Um, so, I mean, I, yeah, I feel like the inciting event for her to get to Paris is a tragedy. Is like this woman being very excited, her older boss who's like – thinks she's too old to have children and has her dream come true – and then, and then can't because she's pregnant, which we know, we know a couple of minutes before it's revealed because she, she has a bad sense of smell. Yeah. And then she immediately vomits. Yeah. Um, so, and what's weird is she doesn't seem to care. Seem to care. Yeah. Um, and I think I can't tell that's another like alternate reality thing where like pregnant means quitting your job and carrying a child to term. Yeah. But Hey, that's Chicago. She- So something that, that I noticed also in that was that she sprays the perfume on Lily Collins five times. She gives her five <laughs> sprays on the wrist. But you know what? I would want that on me too if it smelled like poetry. That's Which true. it does. Which it does. Which it does smell like poetry. And she's going to use that. I, I was sort of shocked by I, I kept looking for moments to like Lily Collins' character, Emily Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was another missed opportunity of like her not caring at all. Mm-hmm. And I know we I know we needed to blow past it, but I'm curious why even start the show that way? Like, why not just immediately have it be that, like, she's up for a promotion, she gets it. I guess because she's completely unprepared, but I feel like there are other ways to get her there than, like, one woman having to, yeah, carry a fetus. <laughs> also, like, an older woman who we also love because we love Addison. Where it's like, I would, I would have killed to watch Addison Montgomery in Paris. Yeah. Being like so competent. Oh, that's a show. Addison that's, in Paris. Addison in Paris. That, Addison Paris. And the title says it all, I think. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, and then she tells her boyfriend, and, and the way she tells him too, I was like, okay, so they haven't been dating long. Because, I mean, call me crazy, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever interrupt the, the finals of a Cubs game to tell my boyfriend such big news. How would you, you know do what it? I mean? But thank you for asking. I think I would probably text him like it's it's all fine. I'm fine. <laughs> but <laughs> I would start. I would start. I'm. It's fine. Uh-huh. But I'd really like to talk tonight. You didn't do anything wrong. Don't worry. It's really not a bad thing. 
it's it's really it's really okay um but like let's talk tonight and and like please don't make other plans (laughs) (laughs) how would you do it how would you tell allison I would say, I would say, um, <laughs> you make it sound like you were, <laughs> that like you did a hit and run, but you got away with it. That's what you, that's what you sound. It's fine. I'm fine. It's going to be fine. <laughs> I do need to tell you something. <laughs> I would say, <laughs> I would say, hey, I have, I have kind of exciting news can we set aside some time to chat later? Wow. But, okay, remember, they're in this, like, hetero relationship where... Then I was like, I'm going to Paris. I don't care. I'm so done. I am so done. <laughs> so fucking done with you. And I, I, I know I exactly can't. what I would say. I can't. <laughs> That's what I would say if I, mean, I were in a relationship with Doug. <laughs> but if Lily Collins did that to Doug, he'd be like, you're pregnant. And then we'd have to, like, revisit. Now, then we'd have to, like, go down that road. So I feel like yeah. she. Ha- we need to see a scene where she tells him... Like, it probably heavily text. She should be texting mm. because th- her phone is a central character, which we will talk about. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll put a pin in that. Um, but I feel like she would text him. Yeah, she'd probably text him, like, an emoji and then be like, meet mm. later. Mm. Like that, I think that would have, I think that would have gone over better for me and made me understand like, oh, they're very close. Like meet at the apartment later. Cause I don't think we, we don't even know if they live together. We don't know if they live together and we don't know what he does for work or what his uh, passions are. Well, I think Judaism. Oh, besides Judaism. <laughs> besides Judaism. But it's, then we get an amazing transition of like bubbling underwater that takes yeah, us inexplicably. to Paris. Inexplicably because France it's is not pool. an island and neither is Chicago. Yeah. And, and I'm sure they're going to make a lot of that, that Chicago's landlocked. And she's not. She is not from a coast. Let's be very clear. <laughs> this is no Carrie Bradshaw we're dealing with. Yeah, right, though? It's really, it's not. She's not. She's no Carrie. Um, no. She's, she's, so far, she's no no one. I know. <laughs> she's no one. I would say she's <laughs> no simply Emily. <laughs> the other, the working title. Then the working title could have been simply Emily. <laughs> Or simple Emily. Could have also been simple Emily. Simple Emily in Paris. <laughs> oh. But so she gets there. She looks gorgeous. She it re- 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 revealed that she's going to live in a, like, stunning mm-hmm. chambre du bon, uh-huh. a room for the housekeeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say I did get chills when she opened her the curtains door. to have a view. Yes, me too. No, not the door. The view. The view. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. And, okay. To be clear, you <laughs> got chills, chills both times. Full of chills the whole time. <laughs> I I was shocked myself by getting chills. I was like, wow, you have been in a pandemic because just the, somebody opening up their blinds and being happy to CGI Paris. To <laughs> CGI Paris was great. Oh, yeah. No, that was real Paris. I think that was real Paris. <laughs> it is hard when I, I look out my windows and I see bricks. <laughs> Yeah, but she doesn't. But another sort of opportunity for her to be appealing to just like a wide range of audiences, I think, would be for her to be um, excited and not annoyed. And I think she's excited and annoyed, kind of the entire show. Like she's un- mm. she's frustrated that she doesn't know French, um, and she's mm-hmm. sort of like annoyed. And at whom I think that's still like a mystery to be solved. Like who is she mad at for not knowing? For her mm-hmm. not knowing French. Mm-hmm. I also was expecting, like, it's like a, you know, there's the archetypal character of, like, a white girl obsessed with Paris. But she's not even obsessed with Paris. You've never heard that. <laughs> I, you'll, you'll start seeing it that. around more now that I mentioned I it. I really, I really, I've always liked Paris. Well, yeah, I know you have French. because. Um, okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but the, but she doesn't so, seem to have yeah. that path. Like like no. she doesn't know about Paris. She doesn't know about Paris at all, which I feel like we we also learn when she's been there a couple of days and somebody asks her if she's lonely. Yeah. And she goes, Sometimes yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> You're already like I understand that. I'm so ready to empathize with being lonely in a foreign city. I'm a little confused why after only like 36 hours, yeah. you're lonely when there's 
um, arguably, I know it's a pandemic during this, but there's a lot to do. There's like a lot that she tons could probably, to do. Yeah. There is probably tons to do. Yeah. And the, people to meet. Yes. And she like already established at the Cubs bar that she likes French white wine. Right. So she could, I mean, she could spend days or just the 36 hours when she's lonely trying French wines. She has money. We know from her shoes. We know from her, all, of like her, all of her clothes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I guess just to lead, lead the audience through it. She, she gets to Paris. She meets her office, her new office. And I'm curious if you felt like Nina, it was justified that they were annoyed that she wasn't the person that they thought they were going to be working with. <laughs> Cause I got the impression she was sort of surprised that they cared. cared. Yeah. Thanks for asking, Hannah. Um, I I thought at that point the show should have kind of ended because it's not right for her to take that job because she didn't get the job. And yeah. she seems about 30 years junior to the person who... Has a master's in French, as we learn. <laughs> yeah. And it's the reason she has this job is because of the master's yeah. in French. Mm-hmm. I need to prove that my master's in French wasn't a waste. I yeah. believe that's a direct quote. Yeah. Um, so I think that they were totally right to be frustrated by that. Um, I don't know if you've ever had the experience of hiring someone and them sending their friend to the job instead, their less qualified friend. But I imagine you would be frustrated as a manager. <laughs> yeah. What that do you said, think? As, as a friend, as yeah. a friend, I would love to be in that position of having my more qualified, talented friends get me a job like you know they say get yourself friends who say your name in a room mm-hmm. <laughs> but i always say get yourself friends who get a job in a room and then send you in there instead <laughs> that's that's true friendship that is true yeah i just true actually true. pulling your friends up that's actually pulling your friends up yeah. so that's okay i feel like it's okay we have a different take on that um <laughs> but i think i think it is notable that the, the angry French, I don't know, assistant admin concierge, the first guy we meet, mm-hmm. black, cute, gay. Mm-hmm. Um, How do we know like he's the, gay, Hannah? Oh, Nina. Talk about that. Okay. Parse that out. I don't want to. I don't want to have to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to do this constantly. He's gay. Yeah, no, you're right. You're you know right. what? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's right. So, we don't know. Just as I guess we, we don't, don't know, know that Doug is Jewish. You know what? I I I think he is. I think he presents that way. Mostly because he didn't hit on her. And I feel like what mm. we've learned is that people sort of just do. Yeah. yeah. Um. But, but you're right. We don't know. And I think it'll be really interesting to see when she finds out. Because given that she's not bright... Yeah, I think that that might actually be a plot point. Like, if, if there's only I don't, I don't know how many episodes there are, I think but there I could see that being half an episode. 50, 53 <laughs> episodes. <laughs> 53 29 minute episodes. <laughs> there's a lot of ground to cover. I mean, because yeah. because I would say, like in summary, the only thing we covered in this episode is her getting to Paris. The office doesn't like her. She misses her boyfriend. Uh, oh, and she makes a friend. Oh, yeah, she makes a friend who, okay. And so after her terrible day, she's out walking around doing something I would have, again, oh, recommended her to She invites do. everyone to lunch, and then no yeah. one goes to lunch with her. Right, so then she's Midday. Midday. I think you said the end of her day. I just want to clarify for everyone listening at home. This was actually more midday. So when you're picturing the light, we're thinking of a midday Parisian light. Which not is actually a, important because yeah. one of the things she loves. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the lights, magical. The lights. The lights, the lights are magical. What I'm really curious. I don't know what lights, and maybe that's because I'm not from Paris. Yeah, if you're I'm from, from Chicago. Paris. Yeah, yeah. And I actually don't know. I wouldn't. I don't even know how to begin to talk about the lights in Chicago. I mean, you wouldn't know the lights, lights if they bit you in the ass. <laughs> As a Chicagoan. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually do feel like she slurred some lines. Where I was like, what? No, for real. I was like, I don't know what she's saying. And there was, and maybe it's because she's covering up a slight British accent. Mm. So maybe that, maybe that's what was happening. But I was like, I don't feel like you're enunciating as well as professionally trained actors typically do. I'm no, I'm not, I'm no, I'm no perfect. (laughs) You're definitely perfect. But But I feel like, (laughs) I feel like sometimes she was like shouting her lines. 
Which I know they kind of comment on at one point. They don't like kind of comment out. They directly say, they directly say why, are you sh- why are you shouting? Why are you shouting? <laughs> <laughs> but even even still, aside from that as a character uh, yeah. trait, sometimes she just is like really kind of enunciating and like remembering her lines very obviously. Yeah, I would agree with that too. And I, Which I don't blame. I mean, it's hard to remember lines. It's, yeah, it is. So it nearly is impossible. Especially when she got the script that morning, which is yes. what, I, what I can assume from this, from the pilot, was that it was sort of, it was a rush job. I mean, I think they assembled everything and then realized they forgot to write a script. So they're like, action. And then they're like, shit. Oh, shit. Do you have the... Oh my god. I thought you oh were god. gonna Emily say something. Go, big go, go, go. Emily. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it was actually a method heavy set. Yes. It was, everybody was amazing. I mean, because yeah. Lily Collins had to forget the French she knows to play that role. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she uh, never hears you say that. <laughs> well, I hope she does. Because we'd love to have her on. <laughs> That's right, Lily Collins, if you're listening, we are here to host you. Yeah, and Darren, so sorry again for whatever we said earlier. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so she meets that friend, Mm -hmm. Mindy. I Mm -hmm. I rolled it back to get her name because it happened so fast. Mm -hmm. And then we learned the children's names, which we really didn't need to know. But Mm -hmm. there was just so – it was like Laurent, something Mm -hmm. else, Mm -hmm. Mindy. So I I around Mindy. And I actually like her. I thought she was the strongest actor, American. I don't know if she's American, but relative to Doug and Emily, I like Mindy's acting. Yeah. Also, Mindy was like a very grounding presence for me because I was like, okay, I'm starting to see what this world is going to feel like. Like before I was like, who's she going to be gossiping with? It Mm -hmm. felt – I felt like a weight lifted off my chest. Because now she has a best friend. Because now she has a best friend. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you, there's nothing as ungrounding, unsettling, mm. than having a protagonist who seemingly has no friends. We only know she has a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. We know she's not close with her boss. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be any debate of if she's going to go or not, which mm-hmm. I get. It's Paris. Mm-hmm. Though, again, she doesn't seem that into Paris. No. <laughs> Yeah, but I liked Mindy, and um, even though I, you know, she does, she is that trope of like irreverent. Like she's she's gonna be like loud and irreverent, and yeah. she does what she wants. Mm-hmm. And like, if you're ever lonely, you call me. Like she's she's, she's always down. together. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I I I liked her. I don't feel like Emily appreciated her enough. I feel like she was weirded out when she yeah. asked for her phone, and I was like, well, that's an interesting way to write that. That she's skeptical. Well, I've always, as we've, as you mentioned before, that we were going to kind of put a pin in. I think it's time to unpin the phone. The phone is yeah. her friend. The phone is her friend, and I, I'm actually shocked that I didn't know that it's a show about a rising influencer. She's going to go from 48, <laughs> like any regular mid twenties girl. 48. She has no friends in marketing. 48 means that her her aunts follow her, like her immediate family, and then a couple. Other family members follow her. And also she seems surprised. So so we'll, we should say, for people who haven't watched, that we do see her followers go up qu- quite a bit. By the end of the episode, I think she has over 230 mm-hmm. followers. Um, so what is it? Not quadrupled. What's five tupled? I, there's five no way to know. Five times what she started with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she has five times as many followers by the end of the episode, really without using hashtags, without – doing any sort of she just posts a couple of hot photos of herself mm-hmm. um w- crying having had a croissant seemingly for the first time yeah she'd never had that before huh you know that classic moment though when you're finally in paris mm-hmm. and you finally have your first croissant yeah you could say you you've cry. never actually had a croissant until you've had one in paris well i'll tell you what you've certainly never had a croissant if the only one you've had has been in chicago <sighs> don't Ouch. you think Ouch. Don't you think, though? Hey, I'm not speaking for me. I'm speaking as the show to me. <laughs> because, as you probably recall, the nickname that the French people give her is La Pluque, which she finds out means the hick. <laughs> that was crazy. Which feels like something that they probably would not have said to a, a New Yorker in this universe. I, yeah. I can't comment on real France. <laughs> Also, or I'm real like, New York. She's wearing 
The Paris out, the Paris shirt, oh my the God. Eiffel Tower shirt, the shirt with the Eiffel Tower is what she wears on her first day to work. On her first day to let them know that she's committed. <laughs> Dress for the job you want. Dress for the job that you accidentally got. <laughs> <laughs> I um. She also like very immediately changes her Instagram handle. Yeah, like mm-hmm. she's really ready to be identified by Paris, even though she has like she's like totally flabbergasted by it. And, like, yeah. confused about what it is. Like, I don't think she knows what Paris is, is how I feel. I'm not sure. I don't, yeah, I don't think she gets it. And I mean, and I think there was also this moment where I was curious if she's supposed to be funny. And, again, I don't want to, I don't want to get to the weeds about Lily Collins' acting. Because that's not my job. My job right now is to talk <laughs> only about what the show gives us. And thank so you I'll again say. to our sponsors who are <laughs> funding this. <laughs> for something very specific yeah (laughs) (laughs) but she um she she makes what i thought was a joke but delivered without a sense of humor when she says i start i did the rosetta stone on the plane but i still like i can't remember what she says but But it hasn't like like, caught on yet it hasn't hasn't stuck stuck. it hasn't stuck and and i was like that could be a funny line if it was said by laura like gilmore like that could i could see that being like like, haha, I'm just I'm just trying to like make a joke here. Like, I tried to get fluent by now, but I, you know, my this delivery. I tried to get fluent now, but yeah. by now, but I couldn't. And instead it's delivered. Oh my like, God. Wait, Hannah, really... wait, 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 Hannah, 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 Hannah. Do that yeah. again. That was amazing. So I would, I would have done it like I would have done like <laughs> I mean <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. I mean, I study the Rosetta Stone. <laughs> I mean, I study the Rosetta Stone on the plane, but it hasn't stuck. That was I would have done something like that. I would have done something or, like, I mean, I study the Rosetta Stone, but I guess it hasn't stuck. <laughs> I mean, I study the Rosetta Stone, but I guess it hasn't stuck. And then I probably would have like elbowed the yeah. French guy next to me yeah. and like winked. Yeah. But instead, what she said was, I did the Rosetta Stone on the plane, but it hasn't stuck. Yes. And I think leaving the room silent, and I would say my room when I was watching it, also silent. <laughs> Me too. My room is all silent. She, I've never really seen anything with Lily Collins before, I don't think. And I was struck by her, um, like, kind of, I think this also goes back to what you were saying about, like, her accent and her delivery is, like, I couldn't always tell if she understood what she was saying. Yeah. Like, in terms of, like, what the, what was supposed to happen yeah. next or that she was like in right. conversation with anyone like a lot of her lines existed in a vacuum i felt that way too which maybe is maybe that that was a directing thing the director being like we want this to feel otherworldly <laughs> 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 we, we and we want to really like hammer home the idea that like you don't fit in in paris and so mm. like you should you should almost talk like an alien like you should you should <laughs> probably talk like you're from a completely different planet and in that case i think she was very successful um in both <laughs> In the States, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, and then also also in Paris. I, I will say I gasped a couple of times. And I gasped first at the shirt. The Paris shirt, yeah. The Paris shirt. And then I also gasped when she made the, what I think was also supposed to be a joke, the D-Day joke. I was just waiting for Normandy. you to bring that up. Yeah. I was yeah. Bring that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was funny. So, yeah. So a, a potential... Love interest says that he's from Normandy, and she goes, "Oh, I've heard of that beach." Mm-hmm. And I think I was like, "Oh, she's dumb. Like it's okay. Like yeah. that's all she knows of it." And then she followed it up with, "I think what was supposed to be the punchline, which was or like affirm confirming like D Day, haha." See, I don't think that was supposed to be a joke. I think that was supposed to actually signal that she's smart. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> really. I kind of felt like that was them being like, well, did she it knows, work? She Do knows you think she's smart. It didn't work because, <laughs> because for me, smart has to do with how much math you know. Oh, so we're both fucking idiots. We're dumb. We're two of the stupidest people. <laughs> because five times as many as sync tuts. We just don't. That's know. more of a linguist thing. That's more. I did the math. I just didn't know the word for it. So I guess <laughs> I guess I am. I guess I'm just as smart as any any math person. But <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> Yeah, that I I thought it was her being like, I know things. Like I thought it was them being like, oh, she knows things. You might be surprised by how she gets there, but she actually knows a lot, and okay. she's gonna keep surprising us. 
See, and I would have been more convinced by that if I think he'd taken it that way. Like, if he'd given her a kind of inquisitive look of, like, you're so baffling, but in this charming, sexy yeah. way. And I don't, I didn't feel like I got that. I felt like he was kind of laughing at her, thought she was hot, laughed at her, thought she was hot, closed the door. That's the end of that. There's no reason that this guy should come back, but I think he probably will have a big role. role I have a feeling, too. yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. his name? His name... I don't know if we get his... Oh, no, she does because she introduced herself. Emily Cooper. Yeah, Emily Cooper. Um, of the Coopers. <laughs> I I don't know if we learn his name, but I... Okay, th- which actually, can I bring up another thing that was confusing to me? Or, or we don't have to move on from the Normandy moment? I think that if we said any more, we would really show our asses. That's true. That is true. <laughs> We'll just end it there. I think everyone who knows about what actually happened in Normandy is also rolling their eyes along with us and moving on. Uh, the I was I was interested in. So she so when the first French man she meets asks her out, she's like, "No, I have a boyfriend." But yes. then later, she's uh, just a day later, yeah. she's already much more interested in French men. Which I feel like they justify by her telling Mindy that she's very lonely sometimes. And she keeps commenting on how it's the most romantic city. I think that, I feel like it goes to, it just goes to show what we already know about Paris, which is that, like, you cannot be there single and happy. Like, you you just can't. And nobody is. Yeah. And so she's basically, I think the reason we have such a dramatic switch is because it's day one versus day two. (laughs) (laughs) And we all know how much can happen in a day. Oh, it's amazing. You more than anyone. Yeah. Here we go. Tell the story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I was I was struck by that, too. And then also with the chair moment. So she ends up she does go to a cafe alone, which Mm -hmm. is important to know, because I feel like that's for for this show. That's character development. Mm -hmm. And she goes and a bunch of people having ice cream in daylight and a guy comes over to ask for a chair and it you think it's like a meet cute, but then he's just taking the chair away and she looks really upset and it drives yeah. her, it drives her to post a photo that she at first, she first captions it. Um, I feeling something, feeling cute, falling yeah. in love. Am I falling in love with myself? So romantic. Am I falling, something like that? Yeah. And then she changes it to lonely in Paris. Yeah. Who do you think that was for? Do you think she's trying to tell Doug? I don't know. I mean, it's also hard because we really don't know who her internet audience is, right. which again, like I feel like my understanding of the influencer community is you have to be very engaged with other people on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think you're right. And I don't think she's part of any communities. Community. I think that's true. And so which I don't makes know. makes me feel sad. I don't know who it's for. And... I, it's also the kind of thing where, like, can you imagine someone posting a selfie on day three of their incredible job in Paris? Yeah. And this girl is so hot and skinny and she says lonely in Paris. What would you think and do? I don't think I would follow. I do think that that's a really good point that, like, I I think I would be like, well, that's offensive. And, (laughs) and, And to be clear, she's been offensive throughout the show. She's she's kind of been offensive every step of the way um, to, like, most – I would say most people she encounters. Mm. Like, I don't think we see her not offend anyone, except maybe her boss, who she gleefully takes the job from. Yeah. Or accepts yeah. the job in, in her stead. Yeah. So I think we're supposed to get a moment of um, – yeah, yeah, of understanding with her when she talks to Luke – the really the nice, very weird looking French guy mm-hmm. in her office who comes mm-hmm. and sits by her and he and he calls her arrogant. She calls him arrogant first. Mm. Which that, that's the second time. Or that's the third time I gasped. When, when she, did, wait, like, when does she call arrogant. him arrogant? She sa- he says mm. oh, it, doesn't he call what? her arrogant for uh, not speaking no. French? And she goes, Well no. I'm ignorant. No, first she goes, Isn't that a little arrogant? <sighs> to um. him. I had a, we gotta fact check that because I know I know she says it first because we I gotta fact check that or our podcast we, is gonna be taken down. 
This is the difference between Darren Star accepting our apology and not. <laughs> if we don't get the facts right, then how? Then what? What foundation? That's do we have to true. Stand on? That is true. <laughs> so she does say it first. I can't remember why, because probably because it was so unfounded. Mm, mm-hmm, he mm-hmm, has been nothing mm-hmm. but kind and tolerant to a very, I would say, irritating, dumb woman. I, I said woman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to be clear about it. Dumb American Chicago and white woman. That's why That's who I, she, don't, I just don't think any women are dumb because I'm a feminist, but go on. <laughs> okay. What are we fighting for? Representation of all different kinds of women? Or do we only want smart, hot women? It's only smart. Or do we want hot, dumb people too? Hot, <laughs> hot, dumb women too? And my head hurts. This is too much. <laughs> um, that's actually what they said an hour into writing the script on day one of shooting. <laughs> Let's just call it. Let's <laughs> just call it. Um, but yeah, so he, so she says it to him, and then he's like, "You're arrogant for not speaking French," which was, I felt affirming. And then she corrects him, which feels ridiculous. She says, "Ignorant," and then they they let it go on though, and he goes, "Well, that's the ignorance of ar- arrogance of ignorance or yeah. ignorance of arrogance." Yeah. And I will say throughout the entire. Second half of the show when she's in France for the last two thirds, I had a very strong impulse of like, I would watch this show, this ensemble show about this office without Emily in Paris. If it was just called Paris (laughs) or in Paris, I would watch the show Luke in Paris. I would watch him specifically, even though he's very strange looking. Yeah, I enjoyed him. I thought he was really like captivating. Mindy in Paris about, about an au pair. Yeah, I would watch Mindy in Paris. Teaching Mandarin to a French family. Definitely would watch that. Yeah. Um, I would watch Doug in Chicago. <laughs> you know the show Doug? Doug in Chicago. Doug in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that. Oh, do you remember when they, they do the little deep dish joke? Yeah, um, I was waiting for that to happen. And then they yeah. totally sucker punched me. <laughs> <laughs> hit me over the head when they got into specifics when they, into specifics, when they decided the Malnati's which I have to agree is not a good deep dish so it was I was stunned to find myself um, first offended like oh my god this is so ridiculous and then like but when you get into the specifics of it I'm actually completely on board <laughs> you were I was, humbled I was, I was the only time in the show I was humbled um, yeah and and if this is a show where People can walk away feeling smart, then that's not a bad thing. No, I could. Use, that's what I could use right now. And I could see that. I could see why people are watching it because, like, you turn it off and you're like, "Well, I'm not in Paris, but I'm also not Emily." And that's nice. That's true. And that's a nice. There are thing. there are two things I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. Um, before we get, before we keep moving on, I know I'm being being all over the place, but I wanted to talk about the conversation with Luke where they where she's talking about how awesome working is. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also wanted to talk about how terrible it was to watch her masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> I I threw away my vibrator mid. I was like, oh, actually, this is a gross thing to do. Yeah, and this is threw, actually isn't for me. This actually isn't. I don't like this at all. And I got rid of every, yeah, everything that reminds me of sex. Uh, I think yeah. first of all, yeah, let's, let's, let's go. I think let's, let's go chronologically, I guess. Let's talk about her conversation with Luke. So the French guy kind of comes and he's like, Americans live to work. I and French people work to live. And like in that classic old conversation of European work ethic versus American work ethic. And I would say she doesn't move at all. And there's no nuance to her take. She likes to work. Mm -hmm. She likes to work and she gets joy from it and she's happy from it. Oh, that's what. Oh, my gosh. Well, we found ourselves here. He goes. I don't, are you sure you know what happiness is? Or like, I don't, maybe you don't know what happy is. And she goes, that's arrogant. Yeah. Which, I mean, if somebody said that to me, I think I would probably respond poorly if I was in Chicago with another Chicagoan. If I was in Paris with a Parisian man who very kindly sat with me while I was notably lonely, I would have just been like, yeah, maybe you're right. Like, that's a interesting that's probably that's how i would have done mine (laughs) that's why there will never be a show about you (laughs) because i'm too i'm like yeah i guess that's an interesting point i I would i'm gonna think about that luke yeah i don't know how would you how would you have responded i would have did the same as you i'd be like oh maybe (laughs) and then the episode would have ended and it would kind of like faded out very slowly there's never gonna be a show about you i hate i hate that for you i hate that for me too but i know yeah, I wonder. I wonder if the show's gonna go back there to like that question of like 
how do we treat work? Oh, I think it will. Because I think it's going to be about her finding out that she, like, I think she's going to learn to enjoy sleeping in, which we know she doesn't do because she gets to work at 8.32 hours before she was supposed to, which is just a weird flex on your first day. Um, like to not check the schedule. Like I, that sort of confused me. Um, and she was also annoyed. She was annoyed that they weren't working at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she's going to be like working really hard and they're going to like admire that. Yeah. I think they're going to really like that. And then they're going to be like, come out with us. And she'll be like, mm-hmm. no, I have to finish this thing. And they'll be like, for real, you've worked so hard. Let's do it. And then they're going to go out. I live think, a little. I think, yeah, yeah, live a little. Yeah. I would love to watch that show. I think we're going to get you that s- show. You have so many amazing ideas. Oh, my show? The way I would write it? <laughs> I think I actually think I'm calling it. I really do think that that's what's going to – she's going to be typing away like Laura Linney in Love Actually. And they're going to turn right. off the lights and they're going to be like, wait, like she's still here. She was here all night working on her social You're media right. pitch that she writes in her notes app. What was that about? Do they not have – does Darren Star because not have the money? Because – they were, they were, they're trying to appeal to a different generation. Like this is Darren Starr being like, no longer is there a columnist in a New York newspaper. Yeah. Now we have an influencer who pretty much stumbles into a job. Yeah. Like millennials do. That's the new, new the new normal. Mm-hmm. And right, just takes notes right. on her phone, like social media engagement plan. She, she didn't come in with one. <laughs> to be clear, no. she no. she's drafting no. it on her. They're paying her what I think is mm-hmm. a pretty amazing salary to be drafting a social media plan in a, in the notes app. Yeah, I I didn't love that. I understand getting joy from work. I really do. Um, but I think I've heard the argument before that you shouldn't like live to work, and I feel like she was hearing it for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it was like very new information for her, which which surprises me because she's not from New York or LA. She's from Chicago. I was just gonna say it's interesting for someone coming from Chicago, where I'm like, I think that's kind of in the the narrative of Chicago is like, if you're if you're killing yourself to, I don't know, I shouldn't I shouldn't say, but uh, I just I think that's one of the reasons you live in Chicago. Yeah, to not grind away your days. You can have it all in Chicago yeah. is the like, narrative. I, I haven't found that to be true yet, but I think that is the narrative. And it's no. weird that they didn't play on that narrative of like, she's the one coming to them. And they're like, they're like high and mighty French people being like, oh, you like probably don't even know what it means to work in this like fast paced world. Instead, they're like, oh my gosh, you're American. You're probably going to you know, be annoyingly productive. <sighs> I don't know. It feels like maybe the thesis of the show is that we could learn, we could learn from the French and that they could learn from us, which I'm not sure. I'm just not sure about that yet. I'm not sure I'm convinced. I also wondered if they were introducing a different element of like, what is she going to learn from the French in terms of the romance with her boyfriend who just wants to have cyber sex? Yes. Okay. So Um, let's, yeah, let's talk about the cyber sex. If you can call it mm -hmm. that. One of the worst things I've ever had to watch. It was really bad. That was, was really bad. And I don't know who it was for. Because I don't feel like we needed it for plot. I don't feel like we learned anything about him. I was like, maybe his phone froze. He, like, came a little early and his phone froze. Like, I'm not – it wasn't like, oh, he's being so awful and now I know – now I, like, want them to break up. I'm like, he just – seems like he got off work and came fast and she kind of just, like, didn't try to call him back. The whole thing struck me as quite odd and quite unsexy. Very unsexy. Which, again, I'm like, I get that, but I didn't think your relationship was sexy to begin with, so you didn't need to prove that to me by, like, taking it to that degree of unsexy, which has now, like I said, dried me up and I threw away everything. And, like, I will not be – I don't want to be touched for, like, a while. So sorry. It's okay. It's the price to to be in Paris with Emily. Yes, with Emily. (laughs) Yeah, that – I didn't – I didn't really – I just didn't love that. I'm trying to think what else I wrote. I think I wrote, I said, love that we see a vibrator, but then dot, 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 no. Because, then, oh yeah, she she blows the, the power out of, um, out of all of, it yes. looks like all of Paris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was also surprised that a social media influencer was using one that you plug into the wall and not like 
one that she got on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, I feel like maybe it's like, because it's, I can't, I actually can't defend it. I, maybe because like, that's the one that um, has been around since the seventies. And it's supposed to be like, this is, this is actually intergenerational mm. feminist politics. Mm. You Ooh, made it, it may not okay. look like that because she hasn't really that's done anything to prove that. And there's no real intersectionality that we've seen so far. No, but that's interesting. Maybe it's like she, yeah. Old hat for her. That's mm-hmm. her mom's vibrator. Mm-hmm. Like this has been passed down. Mm-hmm. What about that? You think that could be it? That's beautiful. <laughs> if true. I'm uh, speaking of her mom. I'm excited to see what uh, her family situation is. If we ever do. Do you want to guess? Should we take some? Come. Yeah. I think like her mom is just like her. Oh, fun. I don't think she has a mom. Oh, my God. I don't think she has a mom. I think she's a single dad who doesn't know what to do with her. That's kind of beautiful. Sort of like an Emma Mm -hmm. by Jane Austen. But I think maybe he's been more absent. That would be very cool, though, if they were playing on the Emma thing. I don't see it so far. I don't think there's really anything pointing us there. (laughs) (laughs) But let's run with it. (laughs) But if we want to make a comparison, I think we could do that. I think making a comparison would help make her more tolerable to me. Yeah, who is she like? Who could she possibly be like? I guess we, we could start with I, the obvious. Like, Carrie Bradshaw, like, what are their similarities? I think there's there's notes of Carrie. I think there's notes of Rory Gilmore. Okay, because she's, like, ambitious and... Or, honestly, there's more notes of Paris, but then they would have had to call it Paris in Paris, Paris. Paris. Yeah. Which wouldn't have made any sense. That wouldn't have been good. I would have watched that show, though, if it was actually canon Amy Sherman, mm-hmm. Paladino stuff. That'd be fun. I don't know. I I think I, I feel like she's maybe kind of a Charlotte Carey mashup, right? Late Charlotte, yes, late Charlotte because Jewish boyfriend, yeah, and dumb, <laughs> not right. <laughs> I think that the Carey thing is interesting because I think something that was very lovable about Carey, I'm sure we could do a whole podcast on this, was that she was insecure, mm-hmm. and I think that was nice that she was like confident in some ways was successful at her job in some shocking ways, but, but was, was successful. Like, and, and with this, I'm like, is she good at her job? She's mm-hmm. not insecure at all. She's just confident, which I guess could be refreshing to some people. Like we want to see a confident, dumb, hot girl. I wonder if there's like a slight millennial takedown element of it where it's like, this is a show about a millennial getting kind of put in her place. Or if like what you're saying of like, what can the French teach the Americans? There's yeah. also an element of like, what can boomers teach millennials? I think what there's can millennials learn definitely from boomers. That. I think that's kind of what's going to be um, on palette as opposed to like what Sex in the City was doing, which is like, let's explore this swath of women all in the same generation. Yeah. With very different takes on things. Instead, yeah. it's like, it's only going to be Emily's take. Yeah. And she's, I think you're so right. I think you're, I think you're really right. And I think she is probably going to show them a ton. Mm hmm. Um, as millennials do, <laughs> she's going to like, and like call like not afraid to call stuff out. Yeah. But I don't think she's brave. I'm not sure if she's brave. Um, you don't, you don't call, you don't call leaving sh- home of Chicago in the Midwest to live in Paris alone. Brave. I think not. I don't think she knew where Paris was. That's I think true. she just got, it seems like she's got on a plane or took a dive in a pool and appeared <laughs> and appeared in Paris. Like, I don't even know if she knows the stakes of what she's done. Like I, I don't, Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think that's that's not attractive to me so far. I think that's something that makes the show a little – it was a little hard to watch, as we've noted. Mm-hmm. I think I was – because, like, I don't know what the stakes are. I don't know what you're losing. I don't know mm-hmm. what you care about. I don't know if you're smart. You don't seem funny. I think she's just such a blank canvas Yeah. because the show is not about, like, Emily Emily's life. The show is Emily in Paris. It's specifically – this one girl in this one little moment. It's yeah. not even all sex in the whole city. <laughs> I have it's this. You just one girl, something. one little place. I have an idea. Then okay, alternate reality. Mm-hmm. If we take that to be true, because of that weird skyscraper I saw in the opening credits, that's like a slightly yeah. different version of the world. Yes. What if we're also not supposed to trust our like the narrator? We're not. We're not supposed to trust what we're seeing. And this mm-hmm. is actually what you would think Emily in Paris was like based on her social media so as her social media gets better and it gets more complicated and like she starts to share more she's also going to become more three-dimensional because we're encountering her like a new follower would encounter her interesting so we're like she's dumb and hot 
But then she's going to post more about like a breakup or like what she's doing. And we'll be like, oh, we, we care about you now. And wouldn't that be cool? I'm really interested in that. I'm excited to find out with you. Chaloux, soleil, contre-amour, envieux. Soleil, masqué par une face blémie.